We begin the Gemara today at the very last word on the bottom of Dav Chavches Samad Beis. Taner Abonon, we learned that Mavatlin Talmud Teire, you could be Mavatl learning Teire, Lo Yitzah in order to go participate in the Levaya, Ola and also to participate in the Simcha of Achasana, Rashi says that, uh, that in those times they would go and accompany the Kala that was brought from her father's house to the place where the Chuppah was, you can go and participate with that, that he fulfilled what it said it to be mevatel his learning for this sake for levaya or the opposite for achnasas kala. Agmar explains when was this said that if it's not you don't have enough amount of people that are needed for this levaya aval yasham but if you have enough people there by the Levaya, then ain't mevatlen. You can't be mevatl the learning. Of a kama kol what's considered to be enough people participating in a Levaya? Omer Rav Alpha Gavri, 12,000 people, and Vishita Alpha Shipuri, and another 6,000 people that blow with the shaifer to let everyone know to be there. Vomrila, others said, Trace Alpha Gavri, 12,000 people, Uminayu, Shit Alpha Shipuri. From those 12,000, there were 6,000 that had Shaifris. Ula Omar, Ula said, I'm even a bigger number. It looks like it's a bigger number, I'm not sure. Kogain the Chaitzi Gavri, if you have people that are taking up space, Mea Bula, from the, the, the entrance of the city, going out from the city, then to add. Until the base Akvaris, so to fill that entire area of people. Rav Shesha says even more. Rav Shesha Samar Kenisinasa Kach Nitilasa. The way the Eibush gave the Torah and to the Eden, this is also the way a Neshama and that number of peoples had Neshama leaves the world as well. Manisinasa B'Shishimri, but just like when the Eibush gives Torah to Eden, it's six hundred thousand Eden that are present there, afnitilasa, so too, and the neshama is taken away from the world, it's besamech riba, it's with the participation of 600,000 people. Like Gemara adds to this, but hanimili, when was this said? Laman dekari vitani, for someone that learned Chumash, and he also learned Mishnayis. Ava laman masni, but the one that learned also Gemara, which explains the Mishnayis, or as I mentioned yesterday, there's another Pshad and Masni. Masni means someone that, that taught others, not just he learned himself, but he taught others Teireh, Lesle Shiyuda. There's no number of people that's, that's sufficient to participate in his Leviats, and the, the, whatever the bleak vul people that have to, everyone has to come to his Leviat. So, I mean, this Shiyurim that it says here in the Gemara, it's obviously not the Minik today. The place can give different reasons why today we don't follow the Minik that it says over here, that when someone passes away, that everybody stops Malacha and everybody in the entire Brooklyn should come and participate in every Levite to come to this number of people over here. Tanya, we learned, Rab Shemim, Ben Yoichi Yoimer. Bo Yurei, come and see Kamo Chavivin Yisrael of Neakadish Baruchu, how beloved the Yidin are in front of the Everywhere where the Eden went into Galos, the Ebishta goes into Galos along with them. When the Eden war in Galos, the Shechina was with them. The Pasuk says, I was revealed in your father's house when they were in Mitzrayim. So the Ebishta was with them in Mitzrayim. When Yidin went down to Bavel, the Ebishter was also with them in Bavel. Shenema, as the Pasuk says, Lamanchem, for your sake, Shulachti Bavel. I was sent out into Bavel. 
And also when the Eden are going to be redeemed, comes and returns together with the Eden. The Pasuk says, The Ebishu says, I return the ones that are captured. So it doesn't say that the Ebishu will return those that were captured. Vishav means that he returns together with the ones that are captured. Abish returns together with Eden from Golis. The Bavel Hecha Hecha. So in Bavel, so where is the Shechin in Bavel? Amar Abaye, so Abaye said, Bebeknishte the Hutzel. In the Shul, in the city of Hutzel. And also, Obebeknishte the Chef Viyosef. And in the shul of Shevi Yosef, which was a shul, there's two pshatim in this. One pshat is Shevi Yosef means a shul that was destroyed and then it was rebuilt. Another pshat is Shevi Yosef means that this is the place of the Kedusha of the Shechina that traveled from the Beis Mikdash to this shul. Shevi Yosef means it traveled and came down, it came here into this shul. Benerda, which is in the city of Nerda. And Gemara clarifies. Don't say that what we mean to say is that the Shechina dwells in both of these shuls at the same time. Sometimes the Shechina is with the Yidin in Babel in one place in the shul of Hutzel, and the Zimnin Hacha. And sometimes the Shechina is with the Yidin in the other shul in the shul in Nerda and Shevi Yosef. So Abaye said about this, I, I deserve to be rewarded for this. If I'm even a parsa away from any of these shuls, I would go out of my way and would enter into the shul to go to Daven there to be in this place where the Shechin is. Avod Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, the Levi, Havayosvi, the Knishte, the Shevi Yosef, they were sitting in this shul of Shevi Yosef in the Benerda, and as Yishchina, they heard the Shechina arrived, and Shomukhal Rikshah, they heard a noise that came into the shul. So come with enough good. So they got afraid and they got up and they went out of the shul. Rav Sheshes have a Yosef they knishted the Shevi Yosef. Rav Sheshes was sitting in the same shul also in Erda. And as Yishchina and the Shechina arrived into the shul, v'loy nafak, and he didn't leave the shul. Also Malachi Yashodes. Then Malachim came into the shul v'komevasule, and they were they were scaring him, and he, he felt afraid to be in the shul. So Amar Lofanov he says today b'shteri beinishalaylam. Master of the universe, olov v'she'ena olov, someone that has been embarrassed and someone that's not embarrassed. So me nitcha mipnei me, who should be pushed off for whom? So in other words, he was saying that I'm here, I'm a yid that's here in Bavel and Golos in this kind of situation. Don't don't kick me out of the shul. Let me stay over here in the shul. The malachim was scaring him. So Malahu, the Eibush said to the malachim, shafkuhu, leave him, let him stay there in the shul. It says in the Pasik that when he didn't go down into Golos in Bavel, the Ebesha says, And I will be for them for a small Mikdash. What does this refer to? The Batniknesis and Batni Midrash are called a Mikdash Ma'at. Rabbi Loza says, This refers to Beis Rabbeinish Bavel. So over here, Rabbeinu refers to Rav. Rav was the, was the leader then in Bavel, the biggest, uh, the, uh, the biggest leader in Bavel, and his shul was called Beis Rabbeinu Shebe Bavel. So the Rebbe spoke about the Sikhe, and the Rebbe, about the Sikhe, about this Gemara that is, and the Rebbe said, that you see here in the Gemara, it says various different things about where the Shechin is in Bavel, and the shuls in Bavel. So the point is, it's not all the same minion. There are different dargas to this. There's one in you where the Gemara says that you have the Shechin and all the Batik Nesiyas, the Batik Midrashas, the Bavel. All. And then you have another Indian where the Gemara says that the Shechina is specifically in the Shul of Hutzel or in the Shul of Shafi Yosef. 
And then you have a third point that the Gemara is saying, which is the fact that it's in Beis Rabbeinah bubble. So the Rebbe explained it's not that these are different opinions. There are different levels. When you talk about the presence of the Shechina in Galos, there are many different levels. And when it comes to the Beis Rabbeinah bubble, which is the place, the source of Teireh, of Rav, that he taught Teireh to all the Eden in Babel, that was the highest level of the dwelling of the Shechina with the Eden in Galos and Beis Rabbeinah more than in any other place. So this is the famous sikha that the Rebbe then said, that similar also, in the gate to 770, the Rebbe spoke, Beis Rabbeinu Shebubavl, that this is the place in the Zman Golis where you have the, the Beis Rabbeinu Shebubavl, the, the dwelling of the Shechina in, in Golis and Babel. Zok to Gemara Weiter. Holding over here, one second. Dorash, Rove, Rove Darshan then said, Mai Dechsev, Hashem, Moin, Ato, Hayisolonu, that Eibishter was a, a home for us. Eilu, Batiknesiyas, Batimidrashis. This is the Besakneses and Besamedrash in the Golos. Amar Abaye, Abaye said, Merei Shave Garisna Beveise. In the beginning, so I used to learn in my house, Matzlina Beveiknishta. I would go to Shul, to daven with a minion, I would daven in Shul. But then, given the Shomis Laha, the Kaoma David, I heard, and I, in other words, he understood, this is what David the Melech says until him, Hashem, Hashem, I love the place where you live in your house, which is in the Shul. So I used to go to learn also in Shul. All of the shuls that there are in the time of Golos, Mashiach comes, are going to be, are going to go to Yisrael and are going to be established there in Yisrael. Shenemar, as the Pasik says, that there's two mountains, there was Har Tovair and Har Carmel, that they came. So this is uh, talking about but this matter of Matan Teire. So they came because they wanted that the Teire should be given on them when the Yidin were then by, by, the, by the Midbar. So the Pasuk there says that also the Asad Lovi, they're going to come to Eretz Yisrael. So you have a Kavachayma here. They came to the Yidin then, just temporarily, because they want the Teire to be given upon them. The Kvayim, Eretz Yisrael. So in Lassad Lovi, they're going to be established in Eretz Yisrael. So all the shuls, that you read and you spread Teire in them, most definitely when Mashiach comes, they're going to come and they're going to be established in Eretz Yisrael. And actually, they're going to be the, the Rebbe there in the Sikha of Beis Rabbeinu Shebubavl talks about the fact that they're going to come and they're going to be connected to the Beis HaMikdosh. And the Rebbe then explained that when you talk about the shuls coming to Yerushalayim to be connected to the Beis HaMikdosh, they'll be just like we saw before in the Gemara, that there are different levels of the Shechina dwelling in the, in the shuls. There's the Olde Batik Nisiyas, then there's the Beis Medesh of Hutzel, then there's the Beis Rabbeinu Shebubavl, which is on a higher level. So, so too, when they're going to come be established in Eretz Yisrael, each shul is going to be connected to the Beis HaMikdosh according to its level. The first shul connected will be Beis Rabbeinu Shebubavl, then the other shuls following it. What's the meaning of the Pasuk that it says? So what does this Pasuk mean? There's a Baskal that came out and said, and said to these two mountains that we just mentioned, Tovair and Carmel. Why are you looking to have a judgment with Sinai? In other words, that we should judge and see who Torah should be given upon. Should it be given on Sinai? Should it be given on the Tovair or Carmel? You're not befitting at all for this. You all have a mum to you. You have a blemish, and therefore Torah can be given on you. That um, again, you all have a mum in contrast to Sinai that does not. 
Ksiv hacha gavnunim. Over here, the Pasik uses the term of gavnunim regarding these mountains that came. They want the Torah to be given on them. So what does gavnunim mean? Oksiv hasam, there's another Pasik that says, oigibain oidak, which is a kind of mum that a kain can have. So therefore, we see that the word gavnunim means a mum that they had. So what was their mum? Their mum was the fact that they were Balegaiva, right? As it says that Har Sinai was the lowest of the mountains and it was humble. And that's what the Torah gave, the Torah and Har Sinai. As the Gemara concludes, Amaravashi, Shmamino, Haiman de Yahir, someone that's hori, that's a Balgaiva, Balmumu. That's a blemish. And that's why the Torah was not given on Har Tavir or Har Karmel. Said Vaita in the Mishnah, Ein Oisen Oisoi Kapandria. You shouldn't make a shul a shortcut. My Kapandria, what does this word mean? Amarava Kapandria Kishma. Like the, the, the sounding of the word itself tells you what it means. And the Gemara explains, My Kishma, what does it mean to name the word itself? Kamanda Omar, like a person that says, Adam Makifna, Adari, why do I have to go around this row of houses? Let me just go through this place and I can cut a shortcut through here. So that's it's, it's a kapandria is shortening these few words. Kapan adari instead of going around these houses. said, that area where the shul was built was a pathway from the beginning, even before, then mutter. Then you're allowed to go through here as a shortcut. Person that entered into the shul not for the purpose of making a shortcut. He went into Davin to learn. So then, So then, you're allowed to if you entered from one side of the street, you're allowed to then go out on the other side when you finish davening, and it, it, it ends up being a shortcut for you. You're allowed to make it a shortcut and go out on the other side. Shenema, you see what it says by the Beis Hamikdash. When the people came on Yontif, so they came into the Beis Hamikdash. So the ones that came in from the northern entrance to enter the Azara, so they went out on the south. So they went in on one side and they didn't have to go out on the same side. They, they, they went out on the other side, even though it ends up being a shortcut for them. Huh? Yeah, that's another Eitzah, right? If you say, if you learn something, so then you can learn. If you have a shul and there's grass growing there, don't tear it out. So it should be Agmas Nefesh. This should remind people of the pain that there is, that this shul here got destroyed. But in Abraisa we learned, You're not allowed to pull out this grass in order to give it to eat for an animal. You can pull out the grass if you just leave the grass there. And our Mishnah didn't make this distinction. Our Mishnah just said, don't pull out the grass. So the Gemara says, that's the pshat of our Mishnah as well. In our Mishnah it's saying, don't use this grass to feed to your animal, but if you're just pulling out the grass and leaving it there, you are allowed to pull it out. That in a Beis HaKvaris as well, it's a place that you shouldn't be over there with a, a light-headed behavior. <laughs> you don't bring your animals to pasture there. You don't bring a, a water, water that should flow through there. If you have to irrigate your fields and you want to pass the water through this base of you're not allowed to do that. You don't go collecting grass over there. If you did, then you have to burn it over there in its place. And the Raisa finishes off, This is the honor, this is to give honor for the, for, for the people that are buried there. So this last three words, the Gemara asks, Ahai. 
And what and what of this brisa is this going on? If you're saying that when it says COVID on Mason was going on the last point, that when you if you take any grass there, you should burn it there. The fact that you're burning it there in its place, my COVID Mason, what kind of a COVID is there for the Mason? Maybe it's a like of Chazal, that if you pulled out the grass there and you weren't supposed to, so don't take it with you. You shouldn't have any anah of it. You should burn it there. But what kind of a COVID is there for Mason there? Elo, the Gemara says, Areisha. These three words, Mipnekovid Mesim, is going back on the Reisha, the beginning of this Braise, where it spoke about not having any Kalas Reish there, not bringing the animals there. That's all for the, for the honor of the people that are buried in the Beis Akvaris. So you read in the Torah from Parshish Shkolem. This is a. Uh, if it's Rishchidish itself, Rishchidish Adar itself is on Shabbos. Cholio is Betoycha Shabbos. If Rishchidish Adar is going to come out Betoycha Shabbos, so here it means the middle of the week. So then, Magdimen. Like Magdimen L'Sha'avar. You read the Parsha of Shkolem, the Shabbos before, the Shabbos Mavarchim before the Rishchidish of that week. Umafsikim L'Sha'avis Acheres. So then, the following Shabbos, so you don't read any special parsha. There's the, the, this Mishnah here is talking about the Dalat parshas, the parsha of Shkolim, and then Zacher, and then Para, and then Hachidish. <coughs> so when you read parsha Shkolim on Shabbos Mavarchim, so then the following week you don't read any special parsha, and then Bashniya, the second uh, Shabbos of Adar, Zacher. Then you read parsha Zacher, which is right before Purim. So you want you want to have parsha Zacher Dafka right before Purim because it should be right the Shabbos right before Purim. And Bishlishis, the third week, the third Shabbos of Adar, Parah Duma. So you read the Parsha of Parah. The Reviyas, the third Shabbos, the fourth Shabbos, that is, HaChadosh HaZelachem. And then Bechamishis, on the fifth week, Chayzer Lekisidra. You go back to the regular Seder of Kriya Satayra. And the Mishnah says, L'chayel Mavsikin, for your Mavsik, for all of these things over here, B'Rashi Chadoshim, B'Chanakeh, B'Purim, B'Tainis, B'Mamadais, B'Yamakipurim, if you have any of these things, if it's a Rishchidosh, or it's like the Kriya of Chanakeh, or Purim, or Tainis, or the Mamadais that they read, or Yom Kippur, so you Mavsik, the regular Kriya that there would have been, so you Mavsik all of these Kriyas in order to read the special Kriya for that day, for the Rishchidosh, or the Tainis, or so on. So we learned in Abraise, or we actually learned in a Mishnah. So Mishnah and Mishnah and Mishnah and Klayim. So Be'echad Ba'adir, Mashmi'ah. Is it Mishnah and Mishnah and Klayim or not? Or it's a Mishnah and Shkolim, and Mishnah and Shkolim. Be'echad Ba'adir, Mashmi'in, Ala Shkolim, Ba'ala Klayim. That it was an Ashkadish Adir, that the Bezim would go out and let people know that they have to give the Shkolim for the new Karbanis of the year. And also, Klayim, that they should go out and inspect their fields to see if there's any Klayim that's growing there in the field. The fact that they went out to tell people to look to see if there's Klayim, this is the time of planting and things are starting to grow. They can see that that's the time to see if there's Klayim. But regarding Shkolim, how do we know that it's Rishchidosh Adar? When do you need the Shkolem for? You need it for Rishchidosh Nisan, for the new Karbanis of the year. So why do they go and let people know about this a month before? Because the Torah says, What is what do we learn from this passage? The Torah says, That you should renew and bring the karbanis of the new year, of the new truma, of the new donations, of the shkalim, of the half shkalim that the Yidin brought for the new year. 
So the kivin the benisim boy yakruvi mitruma chadasha. So since that Rish Nissen, they have to bring already from the Nushkalim, Kadmina Bakarina and Bechad Bahadar. So we already let people know and remind them about this a month before in Shadishadar. Kehechi, the Laser Shkalim, Lumikdosh, in order that they should have a month time to remind them to bring the Shkalim to the Besa Mikdosh. So the Gemara now says, according to whose opinion is this, that we remind people a month before? Keman, according to who is this? The like Rab Gamlil. It's not according to the opinion of Rab Gamlil. Because if it's according to Rav Shem so there's an argument regarding every Yom Tif. At what point do you start learning the halachas to prepare for every Yom Tif? So Ha'amar, Rav Shem said, that you prepare only two weeks. The time you learn you begin learning the halachas of Pesach before Pesach, 30 days. Rav Shem but Rav Shem says, that it's only two Shabbos that you begin preparing before. Well, according to Abshim Gamliel, the Gemara Psachim, by the way, says, you learned this out from this past week's parasha by the carbon Pesach, that they had to bring the carbon Pesach on Yudalad Nissen. When did David should speak to Moshe Rabbeinu about this? On Ashkadish Nissen. So we see two weeks. So over here, according to Abshim Gamliel, they should remind people for the Shkalim, not on Ashkadish Adar, you could remind them on Tesvava, the two weeks before. So the Gemara says, now I fill the time with Abshim Gamliel. This is even according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Why? Because the Master has said, that already from the 15th day of Adar, you had those people that exchanged money, that sat in Medina and all the cities for people to be able to exchange their money. So already from Tezvav is when people were actually donating. And then from Chafei of Adar, that's when they sat in the base of Mikdash for people that brought their money there. So because of the people, because they already came to them to exchange and give them money on Tezvav, so Kadminim the Karinon, so therefore we already tell people and read in the Torah Parsha Shkalim two weeks before Tezvav Adar. So even according to Rav Shemagam Leil, it is two weeks before, not a month before. Now the Gemara asks, my Parsha Shkalim. So what do you read for Parsha Shkalim to remind people to bring the Shkalim? Rav Amarav says you read Tzavas Bnei Yisrael Amarta Lems Karboni Lachmi. You read the parsha of the Talmud, of the carbon Talmud, that has to be brought. Shmuel Shmuel says, Kisisa. You read the parsha of Kisisa, like what we do today, the parsha where it speaks about Shkolem. So the Gemara says, it's understood Shmuel, it says, that you read Kisisa, this is why it's called parsha Shkolem, you're reading about the Shkolem, and it's reminded people about this. But according to Rav, that says that you read the parsha of Karbani Lachmi, the parsha of the Tamid. So the Bachet takes out the word Hacha. Does it say anything about the Shkalim of that parsha? It just talks about the Karbanis that you bring. So the Gemara says, In yet time am I. The reason is like what Rav Tavi said before. What's the whole point of the Shkalim? The point of the Shkalim is in order to use this money to bring the Karbanas Tzibur. So therefore you read the Parsha, not about the Shkalim itself, but about the purpose of what they're going to do with the Shkalim, which is the Karbanas Tzibur. So the Gemara, another question now, on the opposite, according to Shmuel, So now we understand, according to Rav, why we read Tzavas B'nai Yisrael, since it speaks about the Karbanas, and that's what we're using the Shkalim for, so we're reminding people, we need these Shkalim for these Karbanas, like we just explained, according to what Abtavi said. But according to Shmuel, that we read the Parsha of Kisisa, Karbanas Mi does it say anything about the Karbanas over there in, those, in that Parsha? Shkalim La Adonim Ksivi. 
In the Pasha of Kisisa, we are at that. It speaks about the Shkalim, but it speaks about different Shkalim. It speaks about the Shkalim that were used for the Adonim, for the sockets that were used in the, in the Mishkan, not about the Karbanis. So the Gemara answers, Kedetani Rav Yosef. The answer is, like Rav Yosef explained, that you look there in the Pasha of Kisisa, Shalish Trum is saying. It says there three times the expression of Truma. Shalmizbeach, uh, that one time Truma was for the Mizbeach, they used it for the Karbanas and the Mizbeach, Vishal Adonim, Ladonim. Then the second time they collected the Shkolim for the Adonim, which were used for Adonim, and then Shalbedek Abayis. And then there was the other shkalim that they had for the building of the mishkan and for the things that they needed for the mishkan. That was for that. So over here, even in this parsha, even though it doesn't speak clearly about the truma of the shkalim used for karbanis, but it's merumis. It's hinted in the fact that it says three times shkalim. So that's why we read this regarding the shkalim used for karbanis. So another question here. According to the opinion that says that what do you read for the machzus shekel? You read from kisisa. So Hainu, the Shani Hairish Chaydish Mishar Rashi Chadashim. So this is what's going to be different with Rishchaydish Adar that falls out on Shabbos. So the Mishnah is saying that the Kriya of Rishchaydish Adar that falls out on Shabbos is going to be Parshish Shkalim, different than a regular Rishchaydish. Okay, because what do you read in a regular Rishchaydish? In a regular Rishchaydish, you read the Parsha of the Tamid and the Parsha of the Rashi Chachachem. But if it's Rishchaydish Adi that falls out on Shabbos, you don't read the, the Parsha of Rishchaydish. Instead, you read the Parsha of Shkolem, which is Kisisa. So we understand why it's different. But according to Rav, that says that what do you read on Rishchaydish Adar? Parsha Shkolem, that Rishchaydish Adar that fell out on Shabbos. So you read this Parsha of Tzavis Karboni, Samai Shani. What is it different than any Rishchidosh? Any Rishchidosh, you read the same parsha of Karboni Lachmi. So whether it was parsha Shkol and whether or not, there's no difference. So the one answer is, Shani, the difference is, when it comes to a Rishchidosh, so you should do as follows. This is not Arminic, but the Gemara says, according to him, what you do is as follows. So you read six alias from the parsha of that week. And then the Chad were the Rishchidosh. And only one Aliyah, the last Aliyah, is of Rishchidosh. But when you have Pasha Shkalim that falls out in Shabbos, so you read Kulu with the Rishchidosh. So all of the, the entire Kriyas HaTayra, all the Aliyahs, are only with this Pasha of Chris Karboni Lachmi. You don't read at all the Pasha of the week. That's the difference. So the Gemara, another question here. Let's say the Parshis, Huchayzer, so now it's understood according to the opinion that says that, that we had this lotion in the Mishnah, right? So Mishnah said that when it comes to a special day, comes let's say Parshish Shkolim, comes Parshish Achaydish or any other special day. So you don't read the Parsha of the week. You read that special Kriya Satayra of Parshish Shkolim. And so then what, what does it mean when it says, let's say the Parshish that after the weeks that you read the special Parshish are done, so you go back, let's say the parshis. You go back reading the regular Kriyas Atayra that you skipped on the other weeks. So then the answer that we just said is true. That if Parshish Shkalim falls out on Shabbos, you don't read the regular parsha of the week at all. You only read the Parshish Shkalim. So then that answer is true. But there's another opinion that says, and this is what we do today, let's say that Aftayra Suchayzer. When you read Parsha Shkolem, which is a special Parsha, you don't skip the Parsha of the week. You, le- you read the Parsha of the week, and then you just add Parsha Shkolem. And the only thing that you change is afterwards is also the Aftayda. You don't read the regular Aftayda of the week. You read instead a different Aftayda. So all you do is you go back to the original Aftayda. Parsha said, Karinon. 
So, but you do read the parsha of the week that you don't leave that out. So then, my shani, our question comes back: Rishchidish Adar that falls out on Shabbos. How is that different than any Rishchidish? If according to Rav on Parsha Shkolin you read the same exact kriya as Rishchidish and you add it after you read from the parsha of the week, so it's the same like every Rishchidish. So the Gemara says, no, there's still going to be a difference according to Rav. And you do as follows: Shani, the difference is the Elo Rosh Chadashim on a regular Rishchidish. So like we said before, Karashita Binyana de Yaima, six aliyahs for the parasha of the week, Vachat Karib Rishchidish. And the last aliyah, the seventh aliyah, you read from Rishchidish. Vailo Aidna, however, now if it's Rishchidish Adar, so then Karu Tlasa Binyana de Yaima, what they do is three aliyahs will be for the parasha of the week, and then Varba Karib Rishchidish. And then they do four aliyahs for Rishchidish. So, so it should be more noticeable a difference that you should see it's something special that they're reading from Parsha Shkala, more aliyahs. <laughs> when sh- when only when it falls out on Shabbos. Yeah, we're talking about when the Shredish Adar falls out on Shabbos. <coughs> the Gemara has another question on this from another Braise. It says in the Braise, Rishchidish Adar, Shachaliz, Bishabbos. What happens when the Shredish Adar falls out on Shabbos? So you read Parashat Shkolim, and then Umaftirim, Beyohayada Koyin. Then you say that Avtaira, where from the Parashat of Yohayada Koyin over there, talks about Shkolim, about giving Shkolim. So the Gemara says, Bishlam, the Mandama Kisisa. According to Shmuel, that says that the Kriya Satayre is Kisisa, where it speaks about Shkolim. So, so therefore, the Aftayre of Yayada Kain is the Domile. It's something that's similar. The Chsev, because it says in the Pasik there, Kesef Nefasha is Erkai, that you give the money for your soul to redeem the value of your soul, which is what it says in Parshas Kisisa, that it's like a Kaifer Nafshay. But according to Rav, which said that you read this Karboni Lachmi, the Kriya Satayre is about the Karbon Tamid, Midomi. How is that similar to the money that it speaks about, the kesef of Nefoshes, that it speaks about in the Aftar of Yayada Kain? So the Gemara answers, yes, it is Domi. Domi Kedir Aptavi. Going back to the point we said before, Aptavi said, why do we read this Karboni Lachmi? Because this reminds the people that you have to donate money for this purpose. So therefore, it is similar to this subject. Another question, Meisvet Tzeren Abraise. What happens if you have the parsha of Shkolim, that the parsha of the week is the parsha right before it. Let's say you could have parsha Shkolim falling out in parsha's Tetzaveh, which is right before parsha's Kisisa. So actually you could have parsha Shkolim falling out either on parsha's Tetzaveh, which is right before Kisisa, or the parsha right after Kisisa, which is parsha's Vayakel. So then, you read the parsha of Shkolim, and then the week before or the week after, the Kaiflanoid. So you're going to end up reading Parsha Shkolem one week after the next. That's, uh, so in other words, don't think that because I just read Parsha Shkolem the week before, mm-hmm. I can skip it the next week. <coughs> That's what it says in the Braise. Now, Bish Kisisa. So according to Shmuel, that says that you read Parsha Shkolem Kisisa, so then it could actually come out that it, it was on Parsha Tzave or on Parsha Vayakel, that it's right before or after Kisisa. El but according to Shmuel, that uh, Rav that is, that says Tzav as Karboni, that you read from Parshas Karboni, where is that? That's in Parshas Pinchas. It's in a totally different time of the year. You read that in the summer. Do you ever have Parshas Pinchas that you read it in the time of Parshas Shkolem in, in other time? It's impossible. So the answer is, yes, it is possible. In Lebnei Marave, it's possible for the people of Eretz Yisrael that had a different schedule for their Kriyas HaTayre. The Maskele Deiraisa Betlas Shnin. They read from the Tayre and they finish it once in three years. If you go with that schedule of Kriyas HaTayre, it's possible that you end up reading Parshas Pinchas in Chodesh Adar time. 
Tanya Kivasei Shmuel. We learned in Abraisa clearly like Shmuel. It says, Rishchei Shalish Chali is B'Shabes, Kairin, Kisisa. What you read for Parsha Shkalem is Kisisa, Umaftirin, and the Avtaire is from B'Ayada Kain. Um, Rav Yitzchak Navche, Rav Yitzchak Navche said, Rishchei Adash Chali is B'Shabes. If Rishchei Adash falls out on Shabbos, Maitzian Shalish Tairis. So you take out three Tairis. The Kairin Behem, Echad Ben Yanish Shalyayim. One you read the Parsha of the Week, Bechad B'Shalish Chaydish. And the next one you read is Rishchaydish, and Ve'echad B'Kisisa. And then with the third Sefer Teireh, you read from Kisisa, Parsha Shkolem. Another thing Rav Yitzchak Navche said, Rishchaydish Tevis Shechali is B'Shabbos. If Rishchaydish Tevis fell out on Shabbos, like this, like we just had uh, a month ago. So then Mevin Shalish Teireh, you also bring three Sefer Teireh. Ve'kairim Ve'amechad Ben Yonish Shalyayim, one the Parsha of the week, Ve'echad B'Rishchaydish, and one you read from Rishchaydish, and Ve'echad B'Chaneke. And the third one you read from Chaneke. So now the Gemara explains it's Riche. He had to say both of these points. The Yitma Baha, if you would only say one of them, then, then I, if, I would say, by, if you would only say by Rishchidish uh, Adar, I would say, Baha Kamarab Yitzchak. That over there, again, sorry, let me say that again. The Yitma Baha, if we would only say the one of Rishchidish Tevis, so then I would say, Baha Kamarab Yitzchak. Only regarding Rishchidish Tevis did Rabbi Yitzchak say that you need three Sefetaris. But when it comes to Rishchidish Adar on Shabbos, I would say maybe Kerav Svirale. Maybe he agrees to what Rav said. The Omar, what did he say? Parsha Shkolim is Karboni Lachmi. That for Parsha Shkolim, you read the same Kriya of Rishchidish. And therefore, two Tairis is enough. Kamash and that's why he's telling you also regarding Rishchidish Adar that you need three Sefer Tairis. So the Laha that is, Veloy Boyhach. So why doesn't he say only say the halacha of three sefetiris regarding the Shkedish Adar? And he wouldn't have to tell me the same regarding the Shkedish Tevis. So the Gemara answers, you're right. He didn't clearly say another halacha regarding the Shkedish Tevis. He said the halacha regarding the Shkedish Adar. And then they also repeated in his name the same halacha regarding the Shkedish Tevis. They understood it from what he said regarding the Shkedish Adar. Itmer, another halacha we learned, the Shkedish. Tevis, Shachali is Bechel. Shchaydish Tevis comes out on a weekday. Om Rav Yitzchak, so what do you do? So you have to, you have to read two Sefer Tevis. You have to read the Rishchaydish, and you also have to read for Chanukah. So Karot Tlosab Rishchaydish, you read three Aliyahs of Rishchaydish, Vachad Bechanukah, and one Aliyah for Chanukah. Rav Dimi from Chaifa said that you do the opposite. Karot Tlosab Bechanukah, you read three Aliyahs for Chanukah, Vachad Berishchaydish. And one aliyah for Rishchidish. Om Rav Mani, Kvasei, that Rav Yitzchak Navche Mestavre. It's logical that we do like Rav Yitzchak Navche, that you read three for Rishchidish, because the Tadir, Vishayin Tadir, Tadir Kaidim. We have a rule, something that's more constant comes first. Rishchidish you have 12 times a year, so that's more constant. So you read that before Chanukah. Um, Avin, um, he said the opposite, no, that it's more logical like Rav Dimi. Mi garam l'rivi shiyavai. Who causes the fourth aliyah that you should have a fourth aliyah? Rishchidish. It's Rishchidish that causes the fourth aliyah. Hilkach revi b'rishchidish boy mikri. So therefore, the, the, the revid you have to read for Rishchidish. My havi Allah. So what was the halacha? What's the halacha b'payal about this? Rav Yosef Amar Ei Mashgichim b'Rishchidish. Rav Yosef says we don't look at Rishchidish. We don't give the extra attention of Rishchidish to make it the ikir kriya. We don't look, we don't make Rishchidish the Ikkah Kriya. The Hilcha says, Then Rishchidish on Chanukah, so the, 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 the Chanukah is not the main Kriya Satayr, the main Kriya Satayr is Rishchidish, and then you add from Chanukah as well. <laughs>